The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right, good afternoon. Welcome to the APH Connect Center presentation. If you are collecting CEU credits, I have the opening code. So that opening code for those of you collecting CEU is 17353. Again, for opening credit, 17353. Sounds like my router number. <laughs> uh, there you go, right? Um, well, good afternoon. My name is Richard Retha. I'm the assistant director of the APH Connect Center, and we're going to spend the next hour or so with you. We're pretty informal. We'll, we'll do our presentation. Uh, we're going to go down it around with the mic in just a minute and do introductions um, and let my colleagues introduce themselves. Good afternoon once again. I'm Katie Frederick, also known as Vanna White in the Connect Center. Um, <laughs> and I um, often often give the uh, help out with, with our um, credits and chats and webinars and things, but I work on our Vision Aware platform within the Connect Center, which is our adult and professional site. And I'll pass the mic to Lori. Hi, I'm Lori Scharf. I'm the uh, lead content contractor for... Career Connect, and um, I'm happy to be here. All right. I'm going to start from the back, and we're going to go around, and if you can briefly uh, just tell us your name and where you're from, and uh, that'd be great. Let me do that as I walk to the back. How many of you here have heard of APH? Okay. It gets harder. How many have heard of the APH Connect Center? How many of you have heard of a thing called Family Connect? Okay, a little less. Who's ever heard of Vision Aware? Okay, how about Career Connect? Okay. My name's Corliss Thompson. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Calvin Thompson. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm Don Kors from Indianapolis, Indiana. All right, thank you. I'm Marianne Grignon from uh, Cape Coral, Florida. Kathy Shelton from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mindy Bourne from Wisconsin. Sawyer Bourne from Wisconsin. Juan Ortiz, Washington State. Mike Cadino, Waynesboro, Virginia. Sarah Loxton, Washington State. Krista Bulger, Washington State. Owen Bulger, Washington State. Marielle Bourne, Spokane, Washington. Michaela Harton, Washington State. Kathy Pogue, Washington State. Sharon Knopf, Wisconsin. Tyson Ernst, Orlando, Florida. Okay, so a uh, way to represent ACB Washington State. Look at you guys. <laughs> yeah, nice job in Wisconsin. Others, yeah, welcome to the APH Connect Center presentation. Again, my name is Richard Retha. Um, this, I believe, is being recorded, so you can have, hear it later on a podcast. Um, and we want to thank ACB for that. But this afternoon, we'll talk to you about the APH Connect Center. Um, as we go about our presentation, if you do have questions, uh, go ahead and just say, hey, Katie, Lori, Richard, I've got a question. If you've got your hand up, we promise we won't see it. <laughs> you can do jumping jacks. We wouldn't even see it. So, um, 
the APH Connect Center uh, began five years ago when um, APH acquired uh, some of the services that previously was with the American Foundation for the Blind. So many of you may remember uh, Vision Aware, Family Connect, and Career Connect being with AFB for many years and many people who contributed to those platforms. And we're going to go into that in a minute. So those, those came over to APH in July of 2018. So we are five years old this year. Um, and, and basically what the APH Connect Center is, is a whole variety of resources for people who are blind and low vision, from infants to adults to job seekers to people learning and living with vision loss to, with adjustment. We have resources for everybody, um, those of you in the room, whether you're a teacher, you're a practitioner, you're blind or low vision yourself. Um, you're going to hear uh, a lot of language that Katie and Lori and I use for APH, and we really have made a, 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 an effort to re move away from visually impaired and refer to low vision. So we, you're going to hear that a lot, and I actually like that a lot. Um, so APH Connect Center, um, when, when it came to APH, we, we didn't have the Connect Center. The Connect Center was coined by marketing, saying we need to have a department to identify who you are. So the Connect Center was born. Uh, it started with about two, maybe three staff members who uh, were brought over from APH, various departments, uh, Alan Lavelle, uh, Marissa uh, Slaughter, and Melanie Pesco. And they were, uh, and Scott, I forget the gentleman's last name, but he was the director of the Connect Center for about a year. Um, and then it evolved, and we've, we've grown and done so much in the, in the last five years. Um, at its core, at its beginning, um, one of the main programs and services we provide through the Connect Center is our INR line. That is a really cool resource because we acquired the 800 number that was around 50 years ago from AFB. And that's basically the 411 on everything you can think of that's related to blindness and low vision, from housing to healthcare to uh, all sorts of resources, even employment. And you can call that number, 1-800-232-5463. Uh, it'll be on the flyers we hand out, and you've got some bookmarks at your table. But that's a really good resource. Alan Lavelle and Sharon Huey are our two folks who answer their, the line. They are blind, they are experienced, and they are professionals, and they can address many questions. It's staffed five days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern, um, and they're really good about returning phone calls. You could also find us on, because we do a lot of partnerships, Be My Eyes. Who here knows about Be My Eyes? Great resource. So we're under, is it, what is it, specialized help section, Katie? Yes. So that's another really good way to reach to us. And you can email us at connectcenter at aph.org or call us. And um, we really work together as a team. Our boss, Dr. Olaya Landavayard, she's our director. She, as a professional, as a PhD in um, being a teacher of the visually impaired. So by night, she teaches uh, students who are wanting to be TVIs, and by day she keeps Katie and Lorraine and I in line. Um, <laughs> but we love her. She's very knowledgeable, and she brings the professional experience. Um, so we have both professionals who are um, it, it, it really integrated and really want blindness and low vision and resources to be available. And we have myself, who are Katie, Lori, Ellen, Sharon, who are blind, who are professionals who contribute to the Connect Center. Katie, do you want to talk about other services that we provide through INR? Directory. Yep. Um, so, also, um, if you know, we have the INR line that Richard talked about, and we also have 
um, our directory of services, which we are um, looking at updating. You know, one of the great things about um, having resource lists and directories, as some of you may know, they, they require attention, right? You have to keep them up. And so we're going to be working on updating our directory of services. But it's, it is a listing of over 2,000 agencies that help people who are blind or low vision get services they need. So it's, it's really comprehensive. Um, it, 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 again, has been around for a long time. It used to be a print um, phone book size uh, directory, you know, literally that, you, that was printed in a book. And now we've moved that online. And again, it's, it's something you can find on our website, aphconnectcenter.org. Um, you can also find links to the directory of services on our other pages, but it's really a great way to find services not only in the state where you may live, but particularly if you're you know wondering what other what other services are available in states around you or looking if you're looking to move somewhere, um, what resources and information might be available there. So it's something that we use a lot within our within our work and our INR specialists use as well. Um, but the directory of services is really a comprehensive um, resource list for agencies around the country um, serving people who are blind or low vision. And if you are here from an agency and you're not familiar with it and you want to make sure your stuff is up to date, go there, go to the aphconnectcenter.org webpage and, and look up your agency or an agency you're familiar with and let us know because we are working diligently uh, very soon on, on overhauling that and restructuring yeah. that because we do realize there are some things that are out to date and we're as, working as best as we can to address that. So, But please use it. Okay, and then we spilt uh, maybe 2019, the Connect Center calendar. The Connect Center calendar is another very digital-friendly way of, if you have an event that's related to blindness or low vision in your community, whether it's online or it's in person or hybrid, and there's something going on in your community you want folks to know about, you can list it in the Connect Center calendar, again, at aphconnectcenter.org. For free. For free, yes, and uh, no cost. Just your curiosity is what I say is what, what, what your ex expenses. And um, again, you can look up um, what's going on, and it'll list things by date and by time and in contact. And um, we do vet it. We don't want robots going in there and creating things. So we do. There's humans behind every level of what we do. Our our colleague Tony Susnick really makes sure all that stuff is vetted and well. Um, tuned in so when you see things it's legitimate and so we're very very aware of that and um, what's so what's really new with the APH Connect Center five years we, we were born we came out and we gave you a bunch of websites we gave you APH Connect Center we gave you Vision Aware we gave you Family Connect and Career Connect and we realize that's a lot of information especially when we do our presentations like this. It's, it's just overwhelming. So we strategized, we did focus groups, we, uh, we did a lot of research, we did some surveying, and we realized that, you know, we're going to com combine the best of everything under the APH Connect Center webpage. Family Connect, Vision Aware, Careers, they're not going away. They're just going to be under the headings of... Um, the APH Connect Center. Katie, do you want to explain how that homepage is going to feel? How people sure. So right now, our our new website is um, we're we're nearing completion. And if any of you have gone through a website redesign, um, it it is a process, right? So <laughs> I think we've been working on this for what about 
six months to a year or more, and um, we're finally nearing the the completion stage. Um, we anticipate launching the end of July, so um, very soon we're just putting the finishing touches on, wrapping up the you know, wrapping up the, the last minute Christmas gifts, making it nice and pretty for you all to come visit. Um, but you will, you will find our new site, um, on July 31st and thereafter at the aphconnectcenter.org URL. When you go to our homepage on the new site, you will see headings for, um, things like Richard described. So you'll see a heading that says for families and under that you'll see, you know, if, if you're a parent or guardian or someone looking for resources for you and your family, you know, visit our family section. Um, for those who are looking for job-seeking resources or for employers wondering about hiring people who are blind or low vision, check out our careers section. And last but not least, my personal favorite, if you are an adult or professional adjusting to blindness or low vision, check out our, our vision aware section of the site. So again, three different, um, what were separate sites that we are now combining into one. So as, as we said, it definitely has been a process to get our content from where it was to where it is now going to live. But it's also really allowed us to see you know, we have such a wealth of content spanning all areas and really just allowing us to work together as a team and, and get the best of the best content out there for you to see on the new site. Um, we're organizing it um, to make information more easier to find and more of a simple layout um, than it was previously on the old site. It was a little bit, um, you know, when you went to the site, you would you could kind of get lost down a rabbit hole, right? Of, oh, what does this link go to? And where is this going? But now we have our new search feature is right there on the top of the homepage. So you'll be able to, so much to search, <laughs> search the site and get real results and um, find all of our great content um, there on, this, on the new Connect Center website. And we'll dive into what that looks like or, or some of the specific information for job seekers and visionware and career connect in, in a moment. But I do want to say that you can go there now, but you're going to you're the old site's still up and, and we're you know again we'll hit that switch in about three, four weeks from now. So stay tuned for that. Um, the other thing I want to mention is I was saying Alaya Landa Bayar is our director and she's down in Houston this week as we're here I think we got the better weather package um, <laughs> among other among other treats as so just being here in Schaumburg but I, I do want to say that um, we've grown to a team of 14 so there's um, three content managers. There's Aliyah, myself, uh, Tony, who's our media uh, web manager. Um, we've got a variety of people who are contractors who help write and vet articles. Um, and if you're interested in, in writing a blog yourself about an experience as a person with blindness or low vision, either from the personal experiences and your daily living, things you've accomplished, and or as a professional, we would love to talk to you. Yes. And, and, and often there's compensation in forms of gift cards and or payments depending on how in-depth your product is. Because we really want your blog to be not just from practitioners, but from people who are blind and low vision themselves. That's what yes. makes our sites the, the unique. So much of our content has come from individuals really sharing those personal stories, that personal perspective um, about you know their, their journey. Um, because we know that you know blindness and low vision is a spectrum, and we all have different experiences, different um, you know points of how how we came to be where we are today. And so we we 
welcome new writers, new new voices, new opinions. So come see us, you know, after, you know, reach out if you if you'd like to write and we will we will get you connected and and um get working with us. How many of you are, how many of you are here for the first time at a conference minus convention? Yay? Clap your hands. Okay. How many of you have been here more than once? Okay. See, that in itself is an article or a blog, like telling you about your first conference experience as, as a person with you know, vision loss. What was that like and what, what did you learn? Uh, or you know, that you've been to conferences like this many years and what, you know, what's, what's, why should people go? I mean, that's what our readers want to see and feel, having those experiences and having you know, a thousand words is not that hard to write. Um, so just think about that and please approach Katie, Laurie, and myself if you do have any thoughts or questions. Um, I think, so, so yeah, we've grown to a staff of like 14. Uh, we're really, really dedicated to the cause and we, we love to hear feedback. Um, I do think we were going to go into the site. So, um, Katie, why don't you tell us a little more about Vision Aware and, and what's, what's new with Vision Aware and, and what does it consist of? What's the anatomy of Vision Aware? <coughs> All right. So Vision Aware is, as I've said before, our site for adults and professionals who are adjusting to blindness or looking for resources. So um, one of the things that we have done with the, with the new site that we're going to be launching here at the end of July is we've taken our content and broken it down into categories. So we have information for families and friends. And under that section, you will find, you know, so many times we're, we're out and about at conferences or the INR line gets a call saying, oh my gosh, you know, my, my mother is losing her vision or my, my, my parent, you know, um, oftentimes for people who are older, um, conditions such as macular degeneration or diabetic retinopathy, those are very common conditions. And so we have a lot of people calling in for, you know, family or friends new to blindness or low vision. And so if, if that's some, you know, if that's you, um, you'll find great resources in that section for helping, you know, not only helping the person you're helping, but also, you know, for the person new to blindness or low vision, you know, how do I have that conversation with my family, with my children about, hey, I'm losing my vision. This is what it's like for me. And so that is our family and friends section. We also have a section for professionals. And under that section is where you'll find resources for um, everything on age-related articles. Um, we have an Aging 101 section, we're calling it. <laughs> um, and uh, that is where you'll find things on, you know, oftentimes for, for older people, whether they're blind or not, but blindness or low vision contributes to this significantly is we have, you know, serious issues of social isolation, right, and depression. And how do we, how do we deal with that? What can we look for in that? And how do we, you know, combat that? Um, we also have our um, blindness 101, right? So again, you've never met a person who's blind before. Oh my gosh, what do I do? Um, <laughs> you know, how do I help? And so we have um, articles on, you know, providing human guide technique. What does that mean? Um, and we're going to be looking to enhance these sections as well. So that's a little bit of our professional section. Um, a third category, these are some of our, our main categories of the site. So we have a category called your eye condition. 
And under this section, we have a whole glossary of eye conditions, um, everything from age-related macular degeneration to eye conditions such as macular hole, diabetic retinopathy, um, retinitis pigmentosa. We, we probably do have some LCA on there. Um, Libra's uh, congenital amorosa. We have um, retinopathy of prematurity. And just even even some eye conditions that are very rare. Um, we really, again, try to be a one-stop resource in the Connect Center. And so our eye condition section is huge. Um, <laughs> it's many pages of everything, again, from the glossary to um, certain articles on some of the most common eye conditions and some that are maybe less common, but still, um, you know, one of our most popular pages is information about macular hole. Um, because that's that's an information, uh, a, an eye condition that there, there's not a lot of existing information about that. So we are hoping helping provide that. Our eye condition section is medically reviewed. Uh, we've worked with some great doctors to make sure that the information that we're putting out is accurate, of course. Um, also, under the your eye condition section is our section on diabetes and diabetic retinopathy. And again, a huge section of... Um, everything from lessons from diabetes educators to um, you know a guide for managing your diabetes if you're blind or low vision. Yeah. And we've also um, another thing that we do on the in the Connect Center is not only do we have tremendous amounts of written content, we also have webinar content, and we have had some webinars around the topic of diabetes and diabetic retinopathy um, from a, a diabetes educator. Um, and a nurse, Kim Ladd, and she's excellent. Um, she's provided us with um, a lot of hours of content on, you know, if I'm blind or low vision, how can I manage my diabetes? How can I organize my medication so I know what I'm taking and when I'm taking it, all of those things. So um, those are just a few of our webinars. So Gift giving. Um, yes, gift giving is Driving. another webinar. Yes, so we've, and fall prevention. Um, we had a webinar recently on bioptic driving, mm -hmm. um, contrast, contrast sensitivity in the home, which we could, you know, maybe share with the hotel. Um, <laughs> get some contrast sensitivity <laughs> right? in the room. So, all right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, again, we, we really want to be uh, a resource for people. And so we, we try to have webinars on, on various topics that we know are, you know, we know and we hope are helpful to not only individuals, but again, professionals, um, families, the whole, whole span. Um, so we have... Um, our products and technology section of the website that we're working on, and that is something that we're working on updating um, because you know when you write a blog about technology, by the time you post it two days later, it's outdated, right? So um, at the rate that technology is changing, we are working to update our products and technology section. Um, I know looking back, um, I was looking up something for a grant recently and went to the website and was looking at our looking at an article and I said, oh, this is from, you know, 20, 2018, but then it referenced something that's no longer made by APH. So it's like, oh, that gotta, gotta change that. So, um, technology is rapidly changing and we're, we're doing our best to, um, make that not only, um, we may not have as much material there as we did in the past in terms of how to use specific devices, but what we want to, what we really want to do is explain also where you can find training or additional resources to get, um, receive instruction on using technology. So 
working with our partners, working with folks like the Hadley Institute, um, other agencies that provide instruction on using technology because you know we want to be a resource. We can't do it all, so um, that's a little bit of our of our products and technology section. We have a section on recreation and leisure because you know it's not all. I mean. Uh, blindness, blind people and low vision people, we like to have fun too, right? So, um, <laughs> so in our rec and leisure section, we have things about, you know, how to participate in athletics. Um, we have a lot of articles on, you know, rowing and which is something I need to do, you know, um, rowing, um, goalball. Um, yeah. swimming, um, what else? Be baseball, just, you know, all Archery. kinds of, yes. Um, all kinds of, of, um, athletic activities that I am not good at, but, um, <laughs> um, I, we might have an article on blind, if blind, not, we will, cause it's new. blind I know it's ice emerging. hockey. Um, I know that's something that's coming up. Um, uh, I just can't remember if we do off the top of my head or not, but if we don't, we will put one up there and, also, in our rec and leisure section, we have articles on arts and crafts, right? Um, everything from, you know, knitting and needlepoint to, you know, how to, how to woodwork, um, how, to, how to make just some awesome crafts if you're blind or low vision and how to use those tools and, um, you know, sewing and crocheting, all of, all of those yeah. types of hobby activities. Um, we also have some articles on entertaining, um, watching TV, on the, you know, ways to watch TV if you're blind or low vision. Um, getting books and things like that. So that's our rec and leisure section. And our last section is our living with blindness or low vision section. And that's where we go into things like adjusting to blindness or low vision. Um, you know, it is a process. It's especially if you lose your vision later in life, it's, you go through stages of that, right? And so we have some articles on that. We have articles in that section about personal care. You know, how do you apply makeup? How do you how do you apply toothpaste? Um, these are things that, if you've just lost your vision or know someone who has, those are things that you need to adjust and adapt to and find different ways of doing. So we um, have some of those basic articles up there on on some personal care items. We also have um, under our self care. Wait, there's more. <laughs> You thought I was done, right? <laughs> uh, we also have under our, our self-care section um, some articles on well-being, right? Um, because, again, we're covering, you know, the whole aspect of, of a person. So everything from, you know, the importance of um, one of our one of our contributors is a registered nurse. And so she's written a series of articles on everything from, you know, managing stress, um, practicing deeper breathing to, you know, getting the proper amount of exercise. And, you know, again, count, you know, how do you count calories if you're blind or low vision? You know, what are some apps you can use to do that or some techniques for that to everything from, you know, eating properly and managing your nutrition. And there, there's just more. I mean, I'm just skimming the surface of articles and content that we have on, on Vision Aware. Um, we have a group of volunteer peer advisors, many of whom have been with us for over a decade. Um, and these are individuals, again, many of whom are blind or low vision and or are former professionals or current professionals um, who share their experiences with us, um, provide much of our content. And we are so grateful because we, we would not be where we are today without their content and their support and their feedback. So um, just a special shout out to our Visionware peer advisors um, for their work. 
So um, I think I've talked enough for a while. So Richard, I will yeah, let's, hand it back to you. Let's, uh, we'll take a collective breath of here. Do yeah. any of you have any questions so far? <laughs> any questions from the audience? So my question is, so do you guys have anything, like, do you have anything we should about ironing? Like, come on, how I iron my clothes. Ironing your clothes? Mm -hmm. um, yes, I do believe we have something on that. Um, it would be in our personal care section. Um, we do have an article on clothing, clothing care. You're welcome. Good question. Anyone yeah. else? Hi, this is Tyson Ernst. Um, as an assistive technology instructor, uh, I often deal with people who are coming in who have uh, just recently lost their vision. And we know that one of the models of VR is to literally push you to get a job. And they don't take into uh, effect the socioeconomic factors, uh, especially the mental health. And in and, and, and our field, in voc rehab, we're seeing a lot of people who are coming through with that mental health um, necessity where they're saying, what services do we have? So in, in the Vision Aware or the Connect Center overall, are there resources for people? And I understand that they change and, and they're varied state to state, but are there um, maybe something like a national resources that people who are looking for ways to connect with their own mental health services, um, if you understand what I'm trying to ask? Yeah, I got it. Great question, Tyson. Thank you. So yes, we are um, we are actually working on this topic. Um, we know that it's a it's really important and a big issue. Um, we want to do a lot of work around that moving forward. Um, we do, you know, again have resources in our in our directory of services that may be able to help with some of the mental health portions. But we also know that that's a content area where we need to fill. Um, a, a gap that we have in our content, and so we are going to be working this year as we launch the new site to make sure that we have um, more content because we know it's um, it's it's not talked about enough, um, in my opinion. Just whether whether we're blind or not, right? I think the whole um, topic of mental health is often not spoken about enough. Um, so we're we're trying to change that and really address it from a blindness and low vision perspective. And Lori has a comment. Thank you. So I just, this is Lori, I just wanted to add to that. The other thing is, is that I find frequently that people turn down social casework when they're developing their individualized plan for employment. And not that social casework can very often go into long-term services, but most, many states will provide, you know, six sessions or something like that. And typically it's with a social worker um, who has experience in the blindness or low vision field. So I think that's also something people should explore um, when they're dealing with these types of issues. This is Corliss Thompson. I have a question. Hey, want, let me uh, address that really quick. Okay. And then we'll get to that. No, um, good, good question. And the other thing is, if it's something we don't address on the website, um, you can contact Alan and Sharon at the INR line. And Sharon and Alan are really good about researching things out there for you locally, regionally, or nationally. Sharon is a, is a retired psychologist and has a lot of experience with that, too. And I just want to commend ACBs really addressing that topic as well, um, very well with their committee. So you know, hats off to you all involved in that effort. And the last thing I will say is... Um, 
what was oh we're also addressing bullying in school too another big topic that kind of came up on our radar so we're going to be categorizing and meeting and putting together resources and perhaps a webinar on bullying in school for blind and low vision kiddos um ma'am go ahead with your question thank you um the glossary of eye conditions looks really great and seems like a really helpful resource if there are eye conditions that are not listed on there is there a way to give you that feedback or ask you to consider adding another one there is um i will make sure we connect and I'll give you my card. Any other questions? Okay. Well, we'll leave some time for questions at the end for sure. So, um, who, Lori, are you next? Okay. Richard? I will say that um, before you leave, we probably will end before 5.15, but before you leave, we do have some our bookmarks on the tables in front of you, <laughs> and if they're all taken up, we've got more up here. We've got some other giveaways. And, and please, yeah. yeah, and please don't, um, I'll, I'll throw out, you know, we can throw out our contact information in case you guys are, are yes. recording on your person yep. um, in just a second, but I will say that um, don't forget to come by the booth. We are in 39 and 40, and we have lots of stuff. And plus the technology side of APH, yeah. which you may or may not know about. The Monarch, the Mantis. The Mantis. And, the and, Chameleon. Uh, other things. The Polly. The Juno. Um, and we have uh, the world-famous Jim Sullivan, who, you know, he's be many other companies working for APH now. So he can really run you down uh, with some of that technology. Um, but I'll, let me throw out my... Um, remember, you can always reach us at 1-800-232-5463 connectcenter at aph.org um, and then I've got my business cards up here as does yes. Katie and stuff so we can share that later. Um, let's dive into Career Connect, a little well-known project. Lori um, and you and I can tag team because I know you have a lot to talk about but what, what is Career Connect and why should, I be, why should I care about it? So yes, so Career Connect is a wealth of services both as has already been stated, great blogs and articles on employment and different issues surrounding employment. Uh, We also have articles and blogs about people working in specific fields. And we, it's, it's a, just a whole host of, of information um, that it is helpful to people, both everybody from job seekers or people who may be in a field losing vision and thinking about what do they want to do to help themselves in employment. We have what's called the Job Seekers Toolkit, which is really geared for a younger audience. However, it also has some self-reflective type of things and where anybody could go through the course, it's free. Um, it's a partnership that we have through with NSITE, which is um, like a spin-off of National Industries for the Blind. And they have, it has five different course sections. So they do focus on self-awareness, exploring employment, writing a resume, uh, maintaining employment, and I'm forgetting two there, of them. Yeah. Um, S- self-advocacy. In career... Um, career exploration. Right. Yeah. We tagged Yes. <laughs> um, so it, it's... In each course, there's very... There are simple courses, but very thought-provoking. Um, they take anywhere between, like, I would say 40 minutes to a half hour, or to, to an hour. And they give you things like, you know, what are you going to do about keeping your calendar? What are you going to do about you know, making sure you have transportation to work, you know, different, exploring those different areas. And anybody can enroll in that course. Um, It is free of charge. And you can get to that website through our um, Connect Center website. There's a link to the, what's called the Job Seekers Toolkit. 
Um, so that's one service that we have. I will say, and that's, um, just really briefly about the Job Seekers Toolkit, and, and that was a perfect overview. Again, it's free. Uh, a lot of teachers are using it in the classroom for activities, for homeworks. It's, uh, you register with your name and email and a password. That's all we gather. We're not collecting data. And it just, we track what courses you're taking, and uh, we'd like to see, oh, you've taken all five courses, and, and that's just a great great resource. It's all through a learning management system. It's accessible with JAWS and Zoom text and all, the, all those accessible tools we use. And, and yeah, Katie pointed out a good point. There are five courses. They're meant to take, be taken in order, but you can take them in any order you want. If course five is the only one you need, you take course five. Uh, and that's the brilliant thing of it all. And uh, again, teachers are using it in the classroom as curriculum. Uh, somebody in California told me she, we just gave her a week's worth of classwork and for her kiddos. I said, great. So, um, and we, you know, for anything we're talking about today, if you like something or you don't like something or you think something can be better or it's great, send us feedback. We, our report card is your accolades, your, your constructive criticism. And that's what kind of feeds that, plus the data that we see when you visit the website. So definitely do that too. Uh, Lori, what's next? So I was going to talk about uh, Career Conversations, which started um, back in 2022. January 5th, 2022. And <laughs> I think Richard's having flashbacks over there. Right. <laughs> um, so yes, Career Conversations is we do it 10 times per year. So we kind of stick to a school calendar uh, because we know that some of our audience consists of children, uh, youth at schools for the blind um, or, P or youth that listen to the event with their teacher, the visually impaired, things like that. So we stick to the school calendar and we've did so done some fabulous interviews with people who are blind or low vision and everything from Dina Lambert, who works for NASA with um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, we interviewed Satana Howry, who is an award-winning vo voice artist. Dr. Heidi Joshi, who's a licensed uh, psychologist and works in the hospital setting, and she manages sighted uh, students uh, who are becoming to be doctors, and she's blind herself, and just awesome interviews. You know, they're... And and coming up, we will be in December interviewing a uh, board certified New York board certified psychiatrist. And my favorite interview is oh, the blind and bomber. Yes, yes, a blind person can work <laughs> in a funeral home and talk about a tactile experience, and she goes through it all. And um, I played that for some students in Kansas two weeks ago, and they were floored. Like, you can really do that. Yeah. And, and she, career conversa conversations know, illustrated that. It, it really was a great conversation, and she made some really good points and was saying how, um, you know, when she trains students to do embalming that are cited, they can learn from her and see how she does things with her low vision using techniques that are using feeling and touch and things like that. So it was very, very interesting. It was a, a great, um, great presentation. And, and so the, the idea when we started Career Conversations really is to put that out there. It's archived on YouTube and it's a, I like to think of it as a category of, of webinars you can go check out and they're at most an hour long the first 10 minutes is really Lori, Katie, and myself interviewing that guest. And then the rest of the hour is you, the audience, feeding us the questions to ask them. Because we really want it to be informational, interview-based, and learning how to network, even at that level, uh, through those virtual platforms. When the pandemic started, we all went to Zoom. Now we've embraced Zoom. And that's kind of, it's been 
successful about a lot of the webinars we do and beyond career conversations. So again, those are free. Those are on YouTube. You can get through those we webinars on our um, homepage. And for anybody that's a professional uh, VRT or O&M or low vision, certified low vision, uh, CADIS, these are also, when listened to live, are available for ACVREP credits. So that's also important to remember, and they're free. And what's next? <laughs> we have Employment Connections, and that we launched this back in April of this year. And Employment Connections is an hour-long presentation on a specific topic. So um, our first one was on disclosing disability during the employment process. And we talked with Russell Schaefer from Disability In about why you would disclose at different points during your employment journey. Um, and how you would disclose your blindness or disability. Um, so that was a really fun podcast coming up in September. We will be doing an Employment Connections, and I'll be speaking with Barbara McLeave, who is a um, job. She does career counseling and resume writing and things like that um, for many, many years. She's worked for some major New York firms, uh, worked a lot of with people post 9-11 who were unemployed um, and really helping them get their resume. But we're going to do resume writing not looking looking at it from a non-visual side of things. So we're going to be talking about how do you do your punctuation? How do you do your headings? What are things that are important to remember when you're doing your layout and why it's important that once you do these things, you have somebody who's sighted look over them to make sure they're correct. Because sometimes I found out the hard way doing a school paper one time that if you work with Ira and they remote in and make changes and they're on a Mac and you're on a PC, <laughs> sometimes it doesn't hold. Oops. So don't assume because Ira helped you with something it necessarily stuck. <laughs> So, um, but we will be having a good conversation with Barbara, and uh, with that, I also may be doing some um, handouts that we'll make available to people to point out things like types of headings and, and fonts and punctuation and things. And like uh, career conversations, employment connections being offered quarterly will allow you to ask questions uh, you know, later on in, in the uh, topic, so you're getting mm -hmm. those questions addressed as well. Yes. Yep. And, and go ahead. Were you gonna? Nope. Okay. I was just agreeing with you. Okay. And I'll um I'll throw in my two cents about college conversations. So we did conversations. We did career conversations. Employment connections. Uh, college conversations. Same idea with career conversations. We bring up uh, this webinar quarterly, and it really focuses on. I think back when I was sixteen and. Uh, preparing, thinking about college, and can I do this as a guy with low vision? And I didn't have anybody in my family who went to college. We all worked at 16, as did I. So I couldn't look up to my brother or my parents because they didn't go to college, but they worked, and they made, it, they made it work. But I knew I wanted to go to college, and I didn't have any good mentors or role models. And I think back 30 years ago when that would have been super helpful for me. So we bring together uh, varying topics like employment connections, um, how do, you act, how do you get to college? How do you plan for college? How do you tour college? Um, how do you afford college beyond voc rehab? What, what they may or may not support you with? Um, what technology do you use in college? Yeah, the college conversations we've got lined up for September is um, 
navigating and working with disabled student services on campus and um, other support systems on campus. And so we typically, typically bring together, yes, I'm over-caffeinated, sorry. Um, <laughs> we typically bring together um, three or four people, maybe two students who are currently in college, and we often lean into our student advisors from Career Connect, who are high school or college students, who have experience with college. Most of them are rising seniors or recent college graduates. And then we bring on professionals who might be working in the college setting to really um, give you the balance, the student perspective and the, and the professional perspective on some of these resources uh, to, and assets to be available to you. And, and sharing those experiences, back in May we did the whole um, navigating vocational rehabilitation and college and what supports um, might rehab support you with in college and what's unrealistic. We all know that everyone's case is different, but there are some general themes that you can look to when working with college preparedness and voc rehab. And that's college conversations. And that's Ooh. quarterly. Quarterly, yes. And so what's next, Lori? Through a hub getting. of transition. transition hub, which is a database of transition services throughout the country. So we focus on both programs within specific states, as well as some programs that serve the whole country. Um, and you can find that information in the transition hub. So it's a great resource if you're going to be going to college in a different area of the country, or you want to find out what options might be in your state, you can look up transition programs for youth and um, you know that would they would list some of the guidelines of their specific program and then lead you to that specific program to get in touch with their uh, to find out what their current calendar is. Um, it's almost seventy programs, uh, yeah. pre-ed programs listed on there. It's kind of a miniature version of our directory of services and what we're thinking we're going to do for a variety of cool reasons is we're going to probably merge that over into our directory of services but still keep the transition hub present and it will be available uh, on those platforms. Did we cover it all on Career Connect? I think so. Katie, did we miss anything? I mean, we've got Family Connect. Did we miss anything on... Katie, you're going to have to help me out with Family Connect. Family Connect is another great, it's one of the last things we're going to talk about, and then a couple of partnerships, and then we'll wrap it up with Q&A. Another legacy great program that started um, with AFB, and it came over with, with everything else five years ago. Um, we are lucky to have Melissa Matthews, who is a mom of two children with albinism in Indiana, and she herself is a TVI, so she's really vested in... Um, you think of all the social media, think of Melissa, because she's the one yes. who pushes us <laughs> to yes. make sure we're out there. And if we had our way, we'd be on TikTok, but we, we even have our limits uh, and timelines. But we're really trying to uh, do a lot with Family Connect. So the underlying uh, assets there, again, are blogs and, and webinars and uh, articles, again, from both parents and families and practitioners who are sharing that experience. What does it take to uh, raise a family of, of blind? or low ch vision children, um, self-advocacy in the school. We have a lot of webinars on IEPs. Um, what else, Katie? Um, we also have our, we have some support for families. So once a month in partnership with the Chicago Lighthouse for the Blind. We're local. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have our Parent Connect group. And that is a group where parents or other family supports join on Zoom with um Michael, um, Dr. Michael from the Lighthouse, he is a um, psycho psychologist, and they um, come together to offer support, um, share success stories, um, troubleshoot 
you know, how do I how do I deal with this at the school system level? Um, the the conversations are not recorded, so it's really just an open forum for parents and other supports to come and connect. Um, because you know, even even in in 2023, there's still that need to you know, as we all know from from attending the the conference here in person, there's nothing like connecting with like minded individuals or, or those who are going through the same journey you may be. So yeah. our, our parent support group really provides that opportunity. Um, we also have had um, a series of webinars recently on some topics of, you know, navigating. Um, you know, if, you, if you're a parent or, you know, a young child, you know, thinking about, as, as we talked about, kind of with careers, you know, how do I get from from home to a job, um, what does that look like? Is that you know, if I'm someone with someone with with low vision, is that you know, am I, am I maybe eligible for bioptics, or is is taking Lyft and Uber something I might need to look at? And so, if that's the case, yeah. you know, where do I live, or do I need to move to a different town to have more accessible transportation? Because, we all want self-driving cars, but they're not. Yes, here yet. they're not here yet. <laughs> so in the meantime, <laughs> and so you know, how do you how do you navigate that space, and how do you talk to your children? about that, right? And so how do you, you know, I know for me, my parents, you know, took me, they took me, you know, we, we flew as a family for different vacations and did some traveling and they would always be explaining, okay, this is what you do at the hotel. This is how you check in. This is, what, you know, how you navigate the airport. This is what happens. So that I knew when I traveled on my own what to expect. And so we try to prepare parents and others for that um, with their children, how to have those conversations. Um, we have um, also, you know, on our Family Connect, um, on the For Family section, um, resources for, you know, some of our um, kids who are in early intervention, and what what does that support look like? Um, you know, how do you how do you get those services and work work within that space? So. Um, and Melissa's working on a guide um, on uh, getting is, started. Getting started, like vision loss guide for vision yes. aware. It's getting started for families with children with blindness and low vision and, and how tos, and that's that's coming out pretty soon. And Lori's working on something too. And you want to talk about that really quick, Lori? Maintaining employment. Sure. Um, so we are working on the maintaining employment guide, and we should have that um, by early fall. And its target audience is people who are new to vision loss and are working or maybe somebody that has lost vision while they're in college and haven't really worked yet as a blind, blind or low vision individual. And so we are developing a guide for both individuals as well as employers. So we're going to do some talking about, you know, how to disclose, okay, now I've been an employee for five years and what am I going to do? How do I tell my employer that I'm struggling? And why do you need to tell your employer that you're struggling? Um, and then we're also going to have tips for employers. What happens when somebody discloses, I've been declared legally blind by the doctor and, you know, 40% of my job requires that I drive, what's an option? how do we handle this? You know, things like that. So yeah. we're going to go through some scenarios and look at different resources. Um, and we're putting that together with assistance from our professional advisory committee. 
And those folks consist of rehabilitation professionals themselves, teachers of visually impaired, uh, people who work in the employment sector. So we're really vetting that well. And um, again, it's going to be a quick start guide. It's not going to be like a novel, but it's going to no. give you enough information to get started with resources. Uh, and that's what's we, cool about that. Yeah, we wanted something with these guides that we're creating. Um, really, what happened was my colleagues copied off me. We did. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we so, have no so Vision Aware, um, thanks to, I know Richard, we're going to talk about partnerships here in a minute, but thanks to a partnership with the Reader's Digest Foundation, um, we were able to to put together a guide for getting people getting started with vision loss. Um, we have large print copies here with us at our booth here in the exhibit hall. Lots of them. Yes. So if you Take want them, them uh, feel free to stop by. We do also have accessible PDF versions on our website of the getting started booklet. It's about 30 pages or so 40 maybe. Um, and it really has some some practical tips, you know, everything you can do to kind of help modify your home, um, things about, you know, um, using, again, color contrast like we talked about. It could be something as simple as, you know, a black outlet cover on a white wall kind of thing yeah. um, that can really help. So some very basic high level, you know, what is a low vision exam? Why should I get one? Um, so we have... Hello? Okay. Yep, you're there. We, I think my battery might be dying on this mic. Uh, we have the guy. Hello. Okay. Let's, okay. This is going to work for now, but uh, BR2 is a bit low on battery maybe. So we have the guide. It's available in English and Spanish. And it's in, as I said, large print. We have that here. We also have an ex the accessible PDF online, which you can read. And it's available when you call our 800 number for the INR line, which is 800-232-5463. And you can listen to some of the guide on the phone. And we are also looking for ways to make our content even more accessible. Um, and we're in other looking, languages, too. Yes. So our new site will have um, those features of more language uh, support. So like the end of the TV show, the credits are the partnerships. We're going to briefly talk about. Katie, what's the elder care network we're partnering with? Yes. Yeah, so we are um, the uh, um, elder care uh, locator network. We have a partnership with them where, um, you know, again, people call that network um, and say, oh, you know, they're, they're blind or low vision, they reach out to us and say, you know, here, they, they refer people to us to help um, get the support that, that they need. Um, it's a great, a great resource. Um, we have many partners in the aging space, and Get we it, all... The bold, uh, um, what, what, time to be bold? Is that time to be bold. That's, um, that is with our friends at the Mississippi State University. Um, they have an older individuals who are blind... Technical Assistant Assistance Center, or OIB TAC for short. Um, that is for um, those who operate older um, individuals who are blind programs in their state. Um, the Time to Be Bold listing um, provides information and resources for those programs as well. As I said earlier, um, we're partnered with Be My Eyes on the Specialized Help Platform. Uh, Guide Dogs for the Blind, we're doing a career and canine camp in August. It's free. Um, please sign up for that next year. We've got 10, 12 students coming out to Portland, Oregon. And we're going to talk about how do you get a guide dog and how do you keep a guide dog quiet while you're at work and, and, and teach your employer that a guide dog is a, a value to you and not going to disrupt your work environment. 
And so we're going to do that next month. Uh, that's going to be fun. Sorry, Katie, can't go. She's going to... Who, oh, you, who's that? I'm Macy. Macy. Macy, all right. Yay. All right, good. Um, there's another blog opportunity. Um, yeah, absolutely. We're going to be asking about that, too. <laughs> uh, Insight, N-S-I-T-E, again, a parent of NIB. Um, we, they're helping us with the Job Seekers Toolkit. Uh, Envision out of Wichita, Kansas. Uh, we helped with their Level Up Week last two weeks ago in Kansas City. Uh, uh, Missouri, Kansas, no, Wichita, Kansas, I'm sorry. I don't know what day it is. Where? Yeah, I know. Yeah. And where am I going? And, yeah, uh, and then uh, we're going to be at Disability Inn next week exhibiting. So we're doing a lot in that partner space that really solidifies, you know, and, and puts a, a real value on how together we can work with blindness and low vision. Um, Katie, Again, Laura, any last words before we do Q&A? I just want to say about the partnerships and the collaboration, if you know of some agencies that we should maybe connect with, we're happy to hear that too. Um, we know that our field is small, right? We know that we are a subset of a subset of a of a you know small population. So the more that we can work together, share information, share resources, hey, your website's missing something, we have something we can provide, we'd love to write for you, contribute, anything, all of this, the more that we work together and collaborate and partner, the better we'll make it for folks in the field who need this information and aren't sure where to go when you know maybe one day they've suddenly woke, woke up and, and have lost their vision or you know over the past year their vision has changed or yeah. they're experiencing some hearing loss. We do have some content around the area of dual sensory loss and we're adding more. We know that's a gap that yeah, we need indeed. to fill. So... Um, again, we're just always open to ideas. Um, you know, it might take us a little bit of time to get some things implemented, but we are always open to hearing your thoughts and ideas. So remember, it's not our Connect Center, it's your Connect Center. We're just stewards of the resource, so make it what you want and let us know. Put our feet to the fire. We'll make it what you want it to be. Questions? Um, if there is, does someone want to be a mic runner? Okay. Any questions? Uh, raise your hands. Pause. No questions. Wow, you're good. Well, we've got giveaways up here. We do. Oh, you do have a... Okay. Let me... I'll hand it to her. Oh, okay. We do have um, giveaways while she's getting the mic. We do have um, some tech pouches for keeping... If you're like me, you travel with a few cords and cables. Um, so we have some tech pouches to keep those organized for you. And we also have something we all can't have enough of these days, hand sanitizer. So come up and see us, um, and we'll get you some of those goodies before you leave. Have Question? you ever interviewed a blind massage therapist for the podcast? Great question. Who wants it? Lori Richards? Have you ever interviewed a blind massage therapist? This is Lori. So we have not yet, but I have two of them on my list. <laughs> and right now we've planned our content through December of this year. So um, I, I don't want to reach out too early to people, but they're on my list possibly for next year. So we will be doing one soon. So again, if it's something we haven't archived or cataloged, it doesn't mean we can't find them for you, so reach out to us. We don't have the database we used to have with AFP of 6,000 mentors and mentees. It was an enormous task, and it was script before we picked it up. But know that we can still be a resource as best as we can to connect you to employers or, or blind people doing unique things out there. You guys have been an amazing audience. Um, 39 and 40 is our booth. Uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow, we're there. Uh, come and see the Monarch. Come and see Katie, Lori, myself. Uh, and come and get goodies. So we'll, we'll end with the closing codes.
All right. So yes, the important codes. Um, I will give the opening one last time in case you didn't get it. That's one seven three five three was the opening, <clears throat> and the closing code if you're collecting credit is nine three eight six zero. Again, that closing code nine three eight six zero. And thank you all so much for coming. Thank you guys.